Yo. Yo. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. For the first time ever from the same time zones, it's episode 45. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? 45. Yeah, yeah well, it yeah. is. It's a beautiful thing when it's you a don't beautiful have, thing. You don't have to do a show too early in the morning. Yeah. Now you're like, yeah. it feels late. Um, and at least you're in a uh, town that's a little nicer than Chicago, where 65 people were shot, five fatally over the weekend. Ooh, wow. And 65. I think five. last week was like 25 or 35. So it was upped. Yeah. Yeah. Up big time. Mm, 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 mm. But there's plenty of crime here. Well, yes. Nashville yeah. is an interesting city yeah. that used to be. It was because the wife and I actually looked at houses there and thought about moving there. Like, did you? Yeah, fifteen or twenty years ago. Because mm-hmm. at the time I was working for a bunch of country music artists, and as it turned out, it was better not to be down there because, uh, as you you were probably fine. I didn't look at the weather forecast, but it's a very wet heat in Nashville oh, in July. It's like Florida, man. It really is. It's uh, serious humidity. Yeah. Which uh, for me, it's like, no, I mean, I, I know I don't leave the house anyway, but that would be running <laughs> the air conditioning even more. Yeah. And that would be no fun. Yeah. But it was always, it was a fun town. I mean, if you like music, there's a lot yeah. to take in. And I know you like yes. the country music, so there's definitely a lot to take sure. in. Sure, there's a lot. And the people are nicer here, far nicer than in LA. This is true. Large. So, yeah. This is true. Yeah. You Much less chance that you're going to get mugged down the street. Yes, I would say that's that's correct. Yes, mm-hmm. a lot of glitz and a lot of bars. I mean, if you want to, yeah, they take their bourbon seriously down here. This yes. is true too. Yeah, this is true too. But was this uh, was it really a good idea to release a that Larry show about hotel horror stories right before traveling? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm kind of psychic because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like travel horror stories, and then. Uh, uh, you know, we had uh, one of our own. I mean, uh, we we got about almost a hundred miles from home, just into the the apron of the Mojave Desert, and um, our car was almost totaled. Some asshole ran oh. us off the road. Yeah, it may be totaled. I still don't know from insurance assholes. So it was a pretty harrowing experience. And uh, you know, and I said, "Hey, fuck, fuck these clowns, <clears throat> fuck fate." We're, we're doing this. I felt like Clark Griswold saying, this is a quest, you know? So we limped back to back to home. I've known this body guy forever. Collision guy is an honest one. Good dude. I said, you know, can you take care of this? He says, I don't know. This might be a total. I says, yeah, I know. And then, uh, shuffled over to the rent a car place and got a nice, uh, nice spacious rig with unlimited miles. And, uh, we left uh, the next morning on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. So here we are doing nice. 
I mean, <laughs> when you get the unlimited miles and you're returning it to the same place, they're like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to drive like 20 miles, 30 miles. They just need it to be, you know, they probably have a car in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to look at that odometer when you get back and be like, oh, what? What? <laughs> it says unlimited. So there you go. Yeah. Like well, the did- best was that the guy a couple years back that set the uh, coast to coast speed record in a rent- rented Mustang. Remember oh, yeah. Him? And he, he ripped out the back seats and put in, you know, fuel tanks. I mean, holy shit. It was a Hertz car. I worship him. <laughs> well, yeah, because the less you stop, the more. Uh, yeah. The more time you get to shave off of your uh, yeah. time. And uh, I mean, yeah. I know that's all that stuff's kind of frowned upon. But like during COVID would have been a great time to do that because nobody was out in the roads. Yeah. I mean, his timing was timing's everything. And his was perfect because the roads are absolutely empty. Yeah. The NASCAR race, which I watched yesterday, the first time in uh, the last time was 1960. So like 63, 62, 63 years, they disqualified the first two cars after the race. Why? (laughs) They said there was something on the front that was affecting the aerodynamics that shouldn't have been there. And they were both uh, team cars. So they were both owned and worked on by the same team. So either... uh, there was a misunderstanding mm. or there was some cheating going on, which. So you're telling me this is some kind of fairing or spoiler that made it faster. Is that correct? I guess something on the front of the front fascia of the car, hmm. which is this whole new next generation car. They're trying to make all of the cars equal with the aerodynamics, which means they have one body now pretty much. For yeah. all the makes and manual, because this used to be the big deal, which was Fords were better on some tracks and Chevys were better on others because of yeah. the aerodynamics and the shape of the car, especially the front of the car. And now they wanted to equalize that, which kind of makes sense, but it's also taking you further and further away from stock car racing. Yeah. I mean, it's still racing, but it's not the cars you're driving now are nothing like the cars that you can go buy where that's where this started and i get from a safety perspective sure you need to do something to make the you know but there's still plenty of ways to do that without uh going to the unified car body but do the manufacturers still make and market pace cars or is that gone they still have a, each diff, each track has a different pace car which i liked the uh tony stewart and ray everingham came up with a series which is uh you know, some retired drivers, some current drivers, some new and up and coming drivers from not just yeah. NASCAR, but open wheel, IndyCar, road racing. They all get together and there's like 12 or 13 in each field and they run on six short tracks each year. That's been going on for the last two years. And the pace car is like a uh, very much like the ZZ Top car. It's all oh, red, but it's a it's a hot rod. Oh, so it's, so it's, so it's not, I mean, the pace cars are traditionally, you know, you would buy a pace car and it was, maybe it was an old 442 or a Buick uh, GS or something like that. And it was a little bit souped up. And the idea was, Hey, this is like what they're running at NASCAR. So that's over. So this is a bucket of Bondo, a totally, (laughs) a totally uh, chopped and channeled, whatever the fuck it is. It's not, it's not a, like anything like a production car for that series. Yes. Now for NASCAR, they still run a production vehicle, but it's different for every track. So it's not as. I think okay. it used to be like the Indy 500. It was a big deal that yeah. this was the pace car out in front of the Indy 500. I remember having models as a kid, like little die cast cars yeah. with the uh, Indy pace car 
on the side. And so what are they running ostensibly, Darren? Is it like, uh, you know, Dodge Challengers or you know, what's what what are they what are they you know, based on? I know this, you know, that's where the similarity ends in NASCAR. The uh, the Chevy is up to the Camaro now where it used to be, okay. but it looks nothing right. like. Uh, yeah, because it, it was not too long. It was the Impala. But right. it's just the name that they're slapping on the cars. I mean, all the cars sure. look exactly alike. It's not like yeah. the Dodge is any different than the Chevy. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just kind of just kind of insanity, really. It's like there, yeah. used, there used to be nice, used to be fun. Yeah. But there was always cheating in NASCAR. That was the whole deal was. Of course. Uh, Richard Petty, <laughs> cheat neat. Yes. You could, right. You could push it. It was there was a difference between. uh there was a difference between bending the rules and breaking the rules. And there was a lot of bending the rules going on. Yeah. Which makes sense because that's where then they come up with new rules, just like our government. Oh, you're, you can, you found a loophole. Right. We will close that. But NASCAR has always been very much of the mindset that hey, if they hang find, on one second, the sure. maids at the hotel door. Hold oh, no. <laughs> the joys of being on the road while doing a live podcast sometimes housekeeping wants to take care of the room and you're like i'm doing a podcast anytime but now we're live on the no agenda stream sir net ned's listening digi guru i thought you might be telling me the place is on fire or something so you see you never <laughs> know what happens so the fo- doors door knocks uh explosions telephones i have no control here so who knows? Well, sort of wasn't that. like you were being um, uh, held up or anything. Yeah, <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, that would be bad. Netnet saying they're saying it was an oversized fuel tank. Now, well, that wasn't what they were saying yesterday. But uh, hmm. NASCAR has always been of the mindset that if you're caught with something after the race, they almost never take a win or anything away. It's always well, you'll get a penalty. You might have some points taken away. You might have some money taken away. But as I said, I think this is the first time since 1960 they actually strip the winning car of wow. the victory. So how much of an edge could could this gizmo have given them? You know, uh, a lot or um, you wouldn't. I mean, with the with how close the competition is now and how close the cars are, I would guess maybe even a little change you can get a lot. They were uh, yeah. they were showing that the cars even have to have a vent that brings air in from the grill that blows it into the driver compartment because it gets really hot in a race car oh yeah and this vent has to be opened up there are rules against blocking it up because if you block that vent up then you're letting more air go i guess over the car rather than in which helps you with the speed of the car you know with the aerodynamics and you saw some drivers because pocono where they were racing which is really long straightaways at pocono i mean they're like you can land an airplane on them no shit wow that uh, it's like a two mile plus track and the yeah. the straights are really long so you saw some drivers just leaning over because it was on the straightaway you don't really need your hands to steer much leaning over reaching over i should say and putting their hand over those vents in order to try to get every last little bit of uh, <laughs> aero advantage that they can so i mean this is where we're at is the sport yeah. it's, it's very close yeah and it's still more fun to watch than baseball or anything like that. So uh, we'll, we'll go along with that. I mean, I don't know if yeah. I'd want to uh, travel. It depends how warm it is there. When it's a hundred degrees plus now, maybe it's not so much fun to be outside sitting in a grandstand. No, 
but there's more night races and uh, uh do you ever dabble in racing you know or never occurred to you no back in the day i mean i used to drive fast but i've never had a speeding <laughs> ticket so i mean there's that there you go yeah well but uh i mean i always thought it would be fun you know of course you always think there'll be more time and then my vision got even worse so that was uh although out of the race cars there's not a whole lot of vision in a lot of these cars no <laughs> no you see those cameras from inside and it's like what that's uh-huh. like driving a submarine uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah or when you're going into the sun and then yeah. on the dirt tracks where the windows you know well they can't have windows in the Mm-hmm. when nascar tried to that was a that was a really bad idea you don't want a front windshield on a dirt track no, no. at least with the uh the visor on your helmet you can kind of reach up and wipe that off when it gets yeah. when it gets covered up i just saw a picture a couple of days ago of the cockpit of the Lindbergh spirit of st louis right and uh, amazingly that plane that he crossed the atlantic in had no window he to see out the front he had to look through a periscope imagine that yeah that's a little different yeah (laughs) Yeah, really (laughs) i mean now i know these guys and gals they trust the instrumentation but didn't have that in uh in Lindbergh's day no now these things can just pretty much do takeoffs and landings by themselves yet still they crash (laughs) i know well (laughs) which is why you're driving and not uh up there that's Oh, yeah. I mean, flying has become such hell. I mean, I haven't been in a plane in a couple of years, and I, I mean, never again until this. I mean, it's just, it's even before the COVID, it's just become unbearable. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's everything attached to it. And yeah. if you happen to be over six feet tall, it is the, yeah. the getting into a plane is just horrid. Yes. Because there's not enough room. And it's like, it's, mm-hmm. although you look at the difference and it's like, uh, going from here, say to the bay area which i don't know why anybody would want to do now Mm -hmm. but we've looked at that because this is where the zephyr you know the the fabled train that they talk about in no agenda all the time goes yes from chicago to california Mm -hmm. and it's like a 46 48 hour excursion i believe maybe a little longer than that Mm -hmm. but it's right around there but it's like okay you can either fly there in five hours and then yeah you have the airport stuff so you're probably talking seven to eight hours yes which is still a hell of a lot quicker than two days plus but it all depends what you're looking for not being jammed into an airplane if you're not in a rush i've never taken a long journey train trip i mean i've gone in back and forth to chicago on the train but never Mm -hmm. was never on an amtrak which I don't know. It seems like that might be kind of fun, depending on uh, yeah, who you're traveling with, maybe. I mean, Jackie Gleason used to have his own car, his own train car. He never would fly. And it, it, apparently it was opulently equipped. It had, you know, Dixieland bands and, you know, showgirls. <laughs> hey, now that sounds like a trip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, full bar. I mean, that's, that's the way to do it. Um, yeah. You are in absolutely no hurry when you're traveling that way correct yeah so I, I think there are a few guys that actually still do that and i think that's the way to go it's like you know private plane private uh, railroad car and yacht there you are yes mm-hmm. oh yeah i just saw a thing on michael jordan's yacht and it's like holy cow oh, really how banging is that it, I, I was amazed yeah. so i mean it's he's, he's up there though i mean that's what you don't 
really comprehend until you realize how much money he has made on his uh, branding. What is his net worth? He's over a billion. Yeah. Which, I mean, once you get to the B number, then you've pretty much, uh, you can pretty much (laughs) just glide right on it. There was a story I read that uh, when he moved on, I think it was from the Bulls, the team that he went to play for, I think the Wizards was it. I mean, I couldn't really tell you for sure. I believe so. There was their, you know, big up and coming guy. And this was no slight to Michael Jordan. He showed up in his brand new top of the line or close to top of the line Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't, wait a minute. How tall is he? Jordan is on my height. So six, five, six, six. I'm shocked a guy that big. In, I've been in a couple of Ferraris and my, I'm only six feet. And my head was banging off the, the liner. So how the hell do you, how do you guys do that? If you're Michael Jordan, they might put an extra an inch or two on the. Probably yeah. they raise the roof. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, you're right. Like right. we could do that Silly for you. <laughs> no problem, <laughs> yeah. Michael. Whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. And this guy shows up in his Ferrari. So Michael Jordan. I mean, again, no slight to him. This was just how competitive he was, as if to say, yeah, uh, yeah, you're impressed by that rookie. He showed up the next five practices in five different brand new Ferraris, different colors with matching outfits for each. Mm-mm-mm. I know. Wouldn't you like to have that kind of money where it's like you could just on a whim go buy five new Ferraris? Yes. Yes. I bet the Ferrari dealer just loved him. Oh, I know. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's that's a guy walking in that you're like, what do you need? I need five of these in five different colors. Can you do that by tomorrow? Like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. And I bet you he paid sticker, too. I don't he probably didn't sure. even sticker on the price. Probably not. Got no. the undercoating everything. Everything. <laughs> that's why do he's still, the greatest. Do they still sell it. You know, that's that's not a thing in this in the desert states. There's no such thing as undercoat. There's no, there's no rust. You never see rust on a car in California. Is undercoating still a thing in the, the snow belt or what? I believe it's offered, but anybody that knows that it's basically just a scam would uh, would Remember avoid was, it. There used to be one before I left for California that was very popular called Z-Bart. And right. It wasn't an undercoat. It was like like they would. I don't know, like electrify the electrolysis, some bullshit chemical process. And I always thought that sounds like bullshit. Is that stuff still around or it may be? I mean, I know I have a buddy that has a company that does all types of different coatings. And there's some really amazing stuff that you can add onto metal. They have contracts with uh, companies like Gillette and that for putting the, uh, you know, the the coatings on those razors. They have uh, Kimber guns is another one. Mm-hmm. which he's like you know they came to him and like well we need the uh we need a coating that will allow it you know after ten thousand firings for it not to be worn off or something so i'm like well how do you figure that out and they're like it's a whole lot of fun because I mean, what yeah. you do is you, you put the coating on and then you got to go fire the gun you know ten thousand times to uh yes to figure out if it's holding up but there's some really cool stuff that they're able to do with the uh the electro plating process and things that are kind of related to that. Cause they could even do it on plastic and different materials now. Hmm. So I would guess there would be something that you could put on just the overall steel, you know, undercarriage of a car that would, yeah. uh, that would protect it from the, uh, the streets, as you know, in uh, New York, Chicago, when you got winter. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's not good. There's a lot of very corrosive stuff where you don't have that problem. Mostly the politics. 
Well, that too. You want to drive the hell out of uh, exactly the uh, state and the city and go somewhere nice, like uh, you know, Nashville maybe is. Like Nashville nice. used to be cheap. It's not anymore. No, nothing's cheap anymore. Nothing is cheap. How bad was gas going across country? Well, let's see. Uh, when I left uh, SoCal, it was uh, just under seven bucks. In um, in Arizona, it dropped to the low fours. Uh, New Mexico being basically a commie state, it popped back up close to five. Texas down at like three thirty. Wow. Yeah. Um, but the the horror show is the fucking diesel prices, man. These truckers are dying. The diesel is like a, a buck and a half more than than gas. And it's like, holy shit. And I think it's deliberate. They just want oh, yeah. to fuck these guys. I mean, talk about the quickest way to crash the economy. I mean, really, I don't have to be here. I want to be here. But those truckers have to be where they're being. It's criminal. Well, yeah. And you wonder why the pricing on everything is going up is because yeah. it's all truck to that store. Right. Of course. Yeah. It, it doesn't magically appear. Right. So when the transportation costs go up, of course, the costs have to go up. They have to skyrocket. So, But this is okay because. You know, we buy too much meat and we consume too much meat. So you could just start eating bugs. We should all eat less. You mm-hmm. should consume less power. You shouldn't be running your air conditioning when it's 100 degrees out. No. This is everything that's being pushed to try to make this Green New Deal the uh, the new thing. And I just <laughs> saw an article today about how over the last 50 years, and it showed from magazines and newspapers, all of the doomsdayers going on and on and on about what was going to happen. We've already hit a tipping point, and this is back in like the sure. 60s and 70s. No, none of it came true. No. All no. this stuff that Al Gore made all of his money on never has come true. They were predicting an ice age in the 1970s. Sure. Because of sure. pollution. Oh, yeah. And then Definitely. they switched it to a, well, now it's going to be well, a no. heat wave. Well, yeah, well, well, they're back to that. I mean, first it was global cooling an ice age then that didn't that didn't pan out then it became global warming right and then now it's the all-purpose climate change whatever the fuck it's doing it's wrong right so you know in fact i somebody put a clip it might have been on uh, no agenda social social of uh of uh, al gore baby still you know flapping his gums about impending doom and and what was the, the he, he made oh he i know he, he is a he is a fucking idiot i mean that guy is he's almost <laughs> as stupid as joey Joey's the king. If Joey's the king, like he's the archduke or whatever the fuck uh, Gore is. And he, he actually compared uh, the inactivity uh, to pursue climate change solutions to the cops in Uvalde, Texas. Wow. That's how fucking stupid he is. Yeah. I'm, that's almost unbelievable. Yeah. He's a moron. He's a total. But dig this. I remember reading when he, when he left office uh, with Bubba. His net worth was 850 grand, right? And that's okay. You know, that's vice president. Yeah, that's now he's worth, I think, north of 300 million. Oh, where did he make that that? money? Well, you know, he's on the Apple board. He's on this board. He's on that board. And then his whole climate change bullshit. You know, if you really deep dove into that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, almost all roads led back to Al, you know, carbon credits, every fucking website, there was something that somehow just sort of, you know, just tooled you right back into Al's coffers. So he's done real well off this scam. Real well, well, yeah, because everything was about buying the carbon offsets. And that was not about right. saving the planet. It was about moving money around. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So you got a new car and then you actually made it 
to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Which in is Nashville, good. Which is good. And, uh, you know, I can't believe my, my baby girl is looking at uh, colleges. So that's ostensibly while we're, while we're here is to take tour a couple of, couple of universities where she's kind of interested. And then, uh, you know, we're going to head down and see some, uh, some family and friends up in the Northeast. Yeah. So that's the plan. Where was this, uh, this sink that you sent the picture of, was that your, where you're at now or was this <laughs> right along now, the way? Right now. It's in the, well, see my, my wife is a, uh, whatever the hell hotel. She's like a club member of this, you know, with the travel. She's got the, anyway, she, they gave us a suite instead of a room, which is very, it's very nice. You know, it's a kitchen and a couch and three TVs. And so it's a pretty nice deal. And so I'm uh, I could never be a junkie or a, or a stone drunk because I've, I kind of have this, hygiene thing and i always like to wear a fresh shirt right every day so um i miscalculated in my packing and i realized i'm going to be out of fresh shirts before i get to where i've got uh, you know access to a laundry and i thought well i'll just wash this one out in the sink it's a nylon travel shirt it dries in about <clears throat> an hour it's great and that's what i was doing and so i you know put it in the sink a little soap give it a little agitation and <laughs> The sink falls in? The the fucking sink fell in. So I thought, you know, it's unbelievable. This is a goddamn Hilton, okay? Um, So uh, I sent that picture for you to post if you want to lay it on uh, on, uh, on your homepage for uh, for planetrage.show, not Com show plan raise that show. Uh, people might get a laugh at it. This is this is not some Bob's Motel. You know, it's a pretty nice nice place, and uh, that's what happened. Just just fucking sink just popped out. The sink was <laughs> obviously not installed with the greatest of care. Well, you don't dig it, man. You know how it's 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 a it's a sink. It's a porcelain sink, obviously in a uh, uh, surrounded by I guess some kind of a you know formica wooden whatever the fuck you know, platform. And usually if you look under those things, they've, they're, they're buttressed by two by fours. There's some type of a lip. Okay. Right. On the sink. That's either up over the surrounding uh, plane or it's, or it's, it's, you know, upheld beneath by struts. Right. This, this fucking thing was glued in right. porcelain to plywood. Are you kidding me? I mean, who the fuck did this? You think of this, a, a multi-billion, billion, billion, billion dollar concern. And still, I guess they have to hire local yokels who don't know how to do basic carpentry. In every you know, room, it's probably the same. I guess. Yeah, that maybe that probably happens all the time. You're right. Yeah, same guys did this. They'd be much. <laughs> I mean, I know they're not as pretty, but the sinks that you know sit in from the top and have a lip that kind of supports yes. it by its weight. Exactly. This wouldn't have happened, but yeah, this was one yeah. of those magical sinks where you're like, "Hey, how is it attached?" Look it's, at that. It's not. <laughs> so I thought for the, you know, when I was about, when my kids were tots, they thought I was Superman, you know, and when I did that, I thought, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I do have superpowers. I just broke the sink. <laughs> You're like, what are you going to do? You're going to give us a new suite. Let's get somebody up here to fix the sink <laughs> on the bright side. I mean, they're probably not at full capacity. Oh, I don't know. How is, uh, uh it, you know what? Just, people are traveling. Places are pretty full. There's a lot of pent up demand. Yeah. You know, I figured there would be pent up demand, but the gas prices I thought might keep people from. Yes, but yeah. What what are you paying in Chicago area? Right around our house, but see, we're right off of I eighty, so the places okay. that are the closest figure they're getting people that come off of the expressway. So of course that was the other day, like five fifty. When we got closer to my parents' house, which is like twenty minutes away from here, it was down to about five. So I mean, it can vary. Yeah. yeah quite a bit the closer you are that's a little uh pro tip there if you need gas and you're traveling along a 
an expressway try to find a gas station a couple of blocks away even from always always yeah because they know they've got you if you're just jumping sure. off the interstate getting a, a couple of gallons of gas and a burrito then mm-hmm. then they're going to make sure you pay for it yeah well that's the thing i mean it was it was it's insane in california big drop in uh in arizona like i said it ticked back up in new mexico texas was the lowest yet uh arkansas was was pretty reasonable um and i'm seeing around here in tennessee you know it's like in the low fours so uh it seems like the more the more blue the area is the more they fuck you isn't that amazing isn't that amazing it's almost yes, like it's it by design almost it, you, you, yeah but you know you have a bad mind it's all you, know, you just you think the worst <laughs> of presidents everything's good no i know it's uh <laughs> even governors i mean here which is why it, it just amazes me because if somebody were to ask me just from watching the news and of course from living in illinois who are the worst two governors there there are governors it's uh pritzker and it's newsome yeah and those are the two guys at the top of like hey you know if biden can't run now uh who are the democrats going to go to it's like those are two of the names and it's like are you kidding me so pritzker's he's angling too yeah oh yeah couldn't you imagine pritzker and uh newsome on a bill together wow Mm. Uh, the the nicest thing would be they would be gone from the state but i don't know who would be uh yeah who would be stepping up to replace them well you know what i saw uh the gorical flapping his gums i thought he's maybe he's think he has a shot in 24 you know he's getting very lippy right and he has enough of an ego. Maybe he thinks he can, you know, take a swing at it. Well, well, Hillary does. So, if, I mean, if I was going to go Gore or Hillary, I think I would actually have to vote for Gore over Hillary. <laughs> I'd just rather leave the planet. <laughs> Is that a possibility? Wait. Talk about a travel horror story. But uh, that might not be a bad idea. Yeah. That might not be a bad idea. Because things have gone downhill. And I had a, it was a rant that I pulled for the last show. But it's still holds up pretty well this is ben stein a lot of people just know him from bueller bueller ben he's, stein's money yeah, yeah he's a very smart guy and he uh talks about a lot of the same kind of stuff that we talk about here so if you need a pause on it just yell after world war ii the united states of america was by far stop yeah, there's some crowd noise not crowd it sounds noise. like there's a fucking cougar in the studio with him. What, <laughs> he what was, the hell is it? <laughs> it was a truck or something. He was standing on a balcony. I'm like, I don't know where he is. But it, yeah, the, the, there's a truck going by right at the beginning. And of course, you know, like podcasters, he's just yeah. probably like, ah, screw it. There'll be another truck uh, at some right. point. So why <laughs> why start recording again? Good old Ben. The most powerful, richest country in the world. We had everything going for us. We had more money than any other country. We were more productive than any other country. We had a more powerful armed force than any other country. And we were just seemingly never going to stop. What stopped us? What slowed us down? Telling people, you don't have to work. You don't have to study. You don't have to pay attention. You don't have to respect your elders. You don't have to respect your juniors. See, now there, I think he's hitting on some really good stuff because the whole everybody gets a trophy thing oh yeah was definitely while not the exact start this is really where it got kicked into high gear Mm. because the everybody gets a trophy thing says you don't really have to try that hard not everybody has the ability oh you getting c's and d's are great yeah 
everybody has to get the same salary. So it doesn't really matter what your ability is. And to not realize how much that has poisoned the whole country and everybody involved. Because it's really off-putting to those who did try really hard and do succeed. It's like, well, what am I doing it for? Do you remember the show he had where Kimmel was his sidekick? Yes. Now, you got to wonder how those guys got along then, because we certainly know on which side of the political aisle Ben is on, and it's it's a 180 from Kimmel's. Maybe Kimmel was just keeping his mouth shut back then. But I think Kimmel has continued to go down the road and progressively get more liberal as time has gone on. Because, again, you can't really be what the woke liberal mob wants today when you're hosting the man show yeah and to you know to your point um look look who's got uh you know an incredible birth on a major network and look who's uh, doing a podcast between corolla and kimmel corolla though is very very successful he is very successful but i'd still i'd still bet that his his income is a is a fraction of kimmel's i would think I'm not sure. I guess we'd have to do the research on that one. Cause I think Corolla's done really well. And I think from watching the ratings, mm-hmm. these late night guys are getting way less people than the podcasts true. are. Absolutely true. Yes. So if you're going yes. based on advertising numbers, yeah, I would bet they're less. I mean, there's it would I would still take the job. I mean, if it was offered yeah. to me, but uh yeah. it's it's not as good as it was. I mean, nobody will ever be Johnny Carson again or David Letterman because they had even Jay Leno, because they had the captive audience and it was pretty much pre-internet. Sure. Where you could watch anything you wanted at any time. Yes. We just let this country fall apart. We just took it and we let it fall apart. We took all the people who wanted to hate America. We said, go ahead and hate. We're not going to prosecute you if you commit crimes. We're not going to make you do schoolwork. And so, little by little, and then faster and faster, we started to fall apart. This has got to stop. This country is the best thing that has ever happened to the human race. We can't let it go. We cannot let it go in order to please people who hate America. There is a large network of people out there who hate America. Let's not give in to them. Let's insist that people work, study, follow the law and let's not have the criminal get out of jail before the victim gets out of the hospital let's pay attention to what is right and do it i thought that was a great point which is don't let the criminal out of jail before the victim's out of the hospital Mm. yeah everything he said is right but i i can't agree with him there's it's the, the you know the the it's not that the gate is uh is uh, open on the barn there is no gate and um the only solution is a national divorce in my opinion it'll never there's no way to, there's no fixing this and keeping this country together none well and that is because that we seemingly have about 50 percent of the people who believe one way and 50 percent who believe the other well you know it, uh, 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 election fuckery aside um if you if you uh don't believe in that then your your ratio would be incorrect at least in the voting electorate with with joey with 81 million and trump with 74 and, and i would you know i think there was a lot of fuckery in that election but i would i would say that at this point in america the majority is is uh leftists they do 
you know, I'm not sure. I think most people are just completely disconnected with mm-hmm. what's going on. And this is what happens when somebody like Donald Trump comes in. Yeah. And they try to play him as polarizing. A lot of people don't pay attention to the news, though. So the four years of Donald Trump, even if they hated Donald Trump, they saw what was coming into their wallets uh, from their paychecks and into their bank accounts is going up because the economy improved for all demographics over those four years. So even if you're not paying any attention, Mm -hmm. you're like, wow, things are good. And then the minute Joey came into office, even if you're not paying attention, now you're seeing that go down and now it's got your attention. Once you're you're standing at that gas pump, I think there's a, you hear the term and it okay it's a cliche the silent majority yeah whether they exist or not i think we're gonna find out pretty soon because i think this midterm will have everybody that's pissed off that interesting their paychecks have gone down yes come out now if the you want you want to talk about chicanery around uh voting if the midterms go big time democrat then <laughs> we're all doomed yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, I think that the, the America has been has been just catastrophically dumbed down over the past couple of decades. And people, you know, the the the, the think of the nerve of Joey and his gang of thieves to coin this phrase Putin's price hikes. Complete bullshit. But a lot of people bought it a fuck ton. Oh well, yeah, because that's what the news is telling them. So like, oh yeah, yeah so, it's all Putin. So, yeah, so your guy, your guy at the, you know, how many guys standing at that gas pump pissed off are pissed off at Joey, who's, it's entirely his fault, but instead are pissed off at Putin a lot, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, that is where the spin comes in. Yeah, right. Because, oh, they were told, I mean, we talked about, I believe it was on the last episode, I told you the idiotic thing, uh, the article on Lifehacker was. Hey, how not to sound stupid when talking about rising gas prices? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the yes. complete indoctrination of like, oh, no, no, let me let us tell you. Right. Let us tell you exactly what's going on. And nobody, well, not right. nobody, but very few people question that. Mm-hmm. You want the confirmation bias. So if you want to believe that you did a great thing by electing Joe Biden, you don't want to know that he's dumber than a box of rocks. Right. Yes. You don't want to admit that. So, you know, there's there you go. But that less money in your checking account, the total just sticker shock when getting gas at the pump, I think Mm -hmm. that has to wake a lot of people up who go, I would rather have the mean tweets than the uh than not having any money. And I think there's a lot of people one, I don't think Donald Trump you know, was a racist misogynist. I don't know. Maybe he was. No, I don't think so. No. But even if you're somebody who thinks Donald Trump's a racist and against you, your race individually, I would be like, well, I'd still rather have that and more money because yeah. I don't have to deal with Donald Trump on a day to day basis. So, yeah. you know, if he knows how to make the economy run, then that would seem to be a better way to go. It would. Now, you've got a couple of clips here. We got one from Scott, and there's another one. Yes. Which uh, says, let's go Brandon Tax Letter. Which one do we want to hit? 
Uh, I guess we could do, um, we could do, um, let's, let's do Scott first. He's always a good uh, breath of fresh air. Uncle Scotty loves nature. I love animals. I love bugs. See, I didn't even, wow. You know what? I haven't even heard the clip and I'm like, Scotty's a breath of fresh air and he's talking about nature. See, this is just you know? meant You're to psychic. be. psychic. We, we're on the wavelength. <laughs> Especially bugs, I never kill them. I got hundreds of them here in the studio. I love them. But I'm a realist, see? See, you radicals out there who just like, wait, it's one below zero, the world's gonna end global cooling. It's gonna be fucking hot this week, kids. 100 degrees, 100 degrees global warming. It's because Uncle Scotty drives his SUV and his fumes are killing the earth. Let me tell you something, kids. The Earth has been here for six billion fucking years, and she's been through way more hell than you could ever fucking imagine. So stop being so self-centered. Two thousand years ago, when Jesus was walking around, it was hotter than it is today. And all these aerosols and plastics and oils and gases—where do you fucking think that comes from? It comes from her. Mother Earth spews that out. She knows how to reinvent, rehabilitate, and fix herself. It's called natural change. And P.S. You know why it's going to be hot this week? It's called fucking summer. <laughs> so there you are. So, and you know this 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 clip came up so perfectly because because just before I found it, you know I never I mean I never turn on a fucking television at home unless it's to watch you know some some you know Breaking Bad or something like that some movie. And so I'm sitting in this hotel room and my wife is out giving my kid a you know taken to a, on a college tour and I said let's flick this thing and what comes on Good Morning America Ooh. right. Uh, first of all, let me see that Hoda Kotb broad. She's like ageless. I mean, the last time I looked at her on television was probably 15 years ago, and she looks exactly the same. In fact, she's outlet. Didn't the other one? She had a partner who was a Kathy Lee something. Yeah, or whatever. Kathy. Well, yeah, Kathy Lee yeah, Griffin. She, I think she died of wrinkles. You know, Hoda, <laughs> Hoda looks like she's you know 26. It's, whatever she's eating, I want some of it. Um, so anyway. It's this ridiculous fucking multi They got like six or seven talking heads standing in front of vertical banners. And the story is how to beat the heat. And they take little turns talking as the camera pans from left to right. And the first guy's, well, what you should do is wear lighter clothing. And then boom, the next, the next, uh, you know, teleprompter reader says, and try to drink fluids. It's, it's fucking, it's like, and I watched this really, this, this America is retarded. I mean, the stuff they were saying, you wouldn't say to a fucking bright three-year-old. It was so obvious. But is but it obvious to people now? That's the, the question. How the fuck can it not be? I mean, how the <laughs> fuck can it not be? And one of the ones said, if you have air conditioning, turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I never thought of that. I mean, it's wow. fucking beyond belief. And this is national television. So, you know, Uncle Scotty, Joey, gr- the Green New Deal. This is what I was saying earlier. America has got, and, and uh, GMA isn't stupid. They, they, they know who their audience is. You know, TV research is pretty fucking good. I used to do it a long time ago. Um, they know who they're talking to, and they know the, the level of their, <laughs> of their mental capacities. And clearly, they're fucking idiots. Yeah, well, Good Morning America is still ABC, right? That's uh, yes, which correct. is the same as The View, which is a Disney mm-hmm. corporation. Their Disney News runs those, and uh, you know what they're trying to push. Which is, it's interesting that there was an article not too long ago that Disney is turning up the air conditioning and meaning they're making it warmer, and mm-hmm. they're theme park like in florida which that was always right. the only you know you need that respite because i've oh, been to disney oh, 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 in august and september when it's 100 oh, plus out brutal 
So when you walk into a building, it's like you need that air conditioning going. Now, if you start walking into those in a, instead of being, you know, 75 degrees, it's 85. You're going to have problems. Yeah. And that's what sure. people were paying for. But now, you know, we've got to be green. Got to be green. Everybody suffer. We all need to suffer for the common good. Well, because this is the <laughs> the idiotic thing that is being pushed, that this is the cause that your air conditioning right. is the cause of global warming. And mm-hmm. well, you don't don't be comfortable. No, it's not mm-hmm. fair to the people who can't afford air conditioning to which you're like, well, then tell them to go get another job. Mm-hmm. Tell them to acquire another skill. And I understand that we're not talking about the people that have a disability or are unable to work. I think those people deserve to be helped out. But for able-bodied Americans who can go out and get a job who just don't or, you know, just don't want to better them. It's like this. uh, It's all on you. There's a lot of people that have made it. Sure. This is uh, what Ben Stein was talking about. You know, you can't just be like, no, don't worry about it. Nobody has to go. Don't worry about school. Don't worry about your job. You're inundated with this stuff like, oh, the global warming is going to kill us all. Because Why you're wouldn't? driving your, you know, uh, Scott said his SUV, and there's people that are letting air out of the tires of SUVs in California, nice. probably yes. other well. Oh, sure. Like that's <laughs> going to do something, right? You know, it's like you're inconveniencing somebody. In the one case, it was a mother that had a disabled child. It's like, well, that's great. She goes out and her tires are flat because some asshole yeah. thought that she's ruining the planet by having an SUV. But you know what? Some people actually need the suv or they make use of that space if you have multiple kids i mean if you got three kids you know you're not driving around in a uh, corvette you're not driving around in something with no back seat you have to have some room right now is that everybody no i remember Barack obama told us when he took office that a lot of everybody was going to move away from the suvs and every time i go into a parking lot i'm like to my wife so where are all the small cars Mm -hmm. barry promised us they're they're not here, yeah. but now they're doing it with the, oh, you know, California is going to make any gas cars illegal. Sure. And it's going to be very inconvenient to drive those gas cars. Very expensive. Yeah. But, you know, Newsom will still have them and Pelosi. Well, yeah, for their motorcades. Well, they need them because for security. You know? Right. Yeah. And then yeah. their security officers will also right. have the guns that you're not allowed to have. Right. It all makes sense. It does. It but does. it's summer. It's always been hot in summer. No, it hasn't. This is new. This is from <laughs> never. No, you're Scott wrong. Scott makes a valid point. Yeah. And you can go back a certain amount of years, or we can't go back with great, um, w- with having the precise numbers, but we know that there were ice ages mm. and we know that there were warm. You know, you could do this by dissect. I mean, I don't know how they figured out how to do this either with the global ice. You could even do it with like, Bit old trees that have burned around hundreds of years to figure out what the different seasons were like mm-hmm. that yeah this is nothing new there's always been climate change the real question that always gets left out is is it really man-made what effect is man having on this as you mentioned there's always been the aerosols and all this kind of stuff going around in one way shape or form i remember reading something that like one blast from mount st helens was the equivalent to just a massive like years worth of pollution from what oh yeah man was putting out so it's like what's really causing this mm-hmm. there, 
it's always gone in cycles. Nobody ever wants to talk about the fact that we're moving closer to the sun again. We're in one of those phases. Right. As if, I mean, I pointed that out years ago. It's like you want to teach somebody the, uh, the concept behind this. If you still have an old-fashioned light bulb, which most people don't, and now the, the damn uh, LED ones don't really get that warm. But if you still have like an old halogen lamp like I do down in the basement, that's like a 300 watt halogen, just move their hand closer and closer to the bulb until they scream. <laughs> and be like, you know what that is? That's like the earth moving closer to the sun. <laughs> I mean, it, how do you not figure that part out? Yeah, because they got to tell people if it's too hot, put on air conditioning. Well, no, you can't because that's bad. We're all just supposed yeah. to sit in and sweat. Yeah. Rather than just go, you know what, this, what the utopia is, is not as it is, you know, getting up into what the eighties or nineties today in, uh, in the Seattle area where most people don't have air conditioning. I know Ryan Bemrose is listening and he's in that position (laughs) and you sit around and sweat. There's no, no other way to do it. If you had air conditioning, you'd know you would be turning it on. So the utopia is not, let's all be uncomfortable when it hits 80s or 90s because we don't have the ability to cool it's like the utopia is we have the technology we have air conditioning i mean it's not dirt cheap but it's not super expensive that if you would just go with a power source that makes sense like nuclear energy then everybody could take part in the utopia of having a nice cool home in the summer well this is true but that's bad right it's bad it's ruining the environment how so well, you know, you think it's just what ruined nuclear energy was that stupid fucking movie with Jane Fonda, the China syndrome. <laughs> well, really, Jane Fonda ruins everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely true. I mean, that, that thing came out and suddenly they were shutting down plants and the whole thing. Oh, this, you know, it's going to fucking burn a hole through the earth. And it's complete bullshit. And, you know, if you really think about it <clears throat> or, or do the research, the U.S. Navy, I think, launched the first nuclear sub in 1955. <laughs> okay, a long time ago. And uh, they've never had a fucking accident. And they've kept careful records over the years of thousands, tens of thousands of guys, sailors have served on those things. And the rate of, you know, cancer is absolutely no different than the regular population. And it works. And really, had that not happened, had that stupid fucking movie uh, not come out, we'd probably be driving nuclear cars instead of these stupid electric ones, really. Well, and it was... the. This is the other thing they don't want to acknowledge is that the technology has gotten better. I mean, everybody will admit Three Mile Island and Chernobyl. Those were very inconvenient. Yes, they were, especially Chernobyl. I've been watching that documentary. Holy shit. Uh (laughs) I mean, the the fact that there's like they're walking into the outskirts still with the gauges. It's like, like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That is some serious stuff. But we all understand with everything the technology continues to get better and safer. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about windmills. doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether you're talking about solar panels or nuclear energy. It's all getting better. Not for hotel sinks, buddy. <laughs> well, you needed just a little bit more glue <laughs> on that one. And you're right. I can't believe there wasn't something built in Yeah. when you're, when you're doing one <laughs> at your house. Okay. I understand somebody might cut a few corners and be like, this is fine. Yeah. But if you're doing, I'm guessing, you know, any hotel, there's probably 100, 200 rooms or so. At least. You would think that they would have a system that's like, well, we're going to have a brace underneath each one of these so the, the sinks yeah. don't come falling down on people. Right. <laughs> no. What fun would that be? 
I mean, that'd be a fun call to the front desk. Like, yeah, my sink fell in. I haven't made the call yet. Oh, okay. Well, this happened like moments before the show. And I thought, oh, let me get a, grab a picture of this and send it to Darren and everybody listening can see. You're like, guess what just happened? Wow. Yeah. I mean, at least it didn't injure anybody. It was. Uh, Thank God Moose wasn't under there. Right. Really? Yeah. It's like, you never know those things falling in. And it seems like it only went a few inches. So there has to be something underneath. Well, well what's under there is the, it's the, it's the drain pipe and the, you know, the elbow, the trap. Oh, so it's so just hanging on the pipe. That's now. basically right. That's basically what's holding it up there. Yeah. Well, maybe Pretty it's actually fun. a metal pipe then rather than the, uh, Oh, it's uh, yeah. It's not PVC. It's a metal pipe. <laughs> that would have just snapped right off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like a pretzel. <laughs> it, well, see, uh, do the one says, why do you think they call it a sink? Well, Hey, <laughs> silly me. Now we, th- that's doing exactly what it said it would. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, what's the any setup we need on this tax letter clip? Um, the tax. Yeah, well, it's it's a fascinating thing. I mean, I, I, I forget where I, oh, and I, I popped this off of, uh, I think, Citizens Free Press and the um, the uh, the headline, the teaser, you know, to get you the clickbait was, you know, tr- is there a Trump? deep state Ooh, yeah and i thought uh, you know of course it's it's wildly exaggerated but it's a it's a fun clip and a fun story and let's roll it right because how deep can a state be that happened over only four years correct yeah simple words stamped on tax letters they're stirring up things in stanislaw county big time the words let's go brandon have become a phrase used in place of an expletive directed at President Biden. So the big question now is how did they end up on official business sent out to taxpayers? CBS 13's Marley Ginter is in Modesto for us tonight getting answers. Marley. Oh, Adrian and Tony, that three-word phrase. I like that we're already up to three people involved in this report. Exactly. Causing quite a stink here in Stanislaus County. Those letters, we're talking thousands of them, but hundreds of them containing that phrase sent from the county assessor's office here. Officials calling it disappointing, but telling me it's not their fault. So I went to officials to get to the bottom of it. I also I also like that they (laughs) send to somebody outside of the studio so we can hear cars driving by when they could have very easily just said the same thing inside. Of course. It's to make it feel more legit, I guess. An urgent yes. emergency. We're yes. on the streets. On the streets. When tax letters hit mailboxes in Stanislaus County, it wasn't some bad bill that got homeowners wild up. It was a political slogan stamped on the envelope. I was surprised. I was surprised that somebody was able to access 800 pieces of mail and stamp this on and no one stopped them. Vicki Boise got a glimpse of the stamp from a friend with the Stop. word. The woman that said that is everything you think she would be. <laughs> She's outraged and disappointed. Who would someone should stop that? But meanwhile, hey, lady, how many mailings have you gotten from the federal government telling you you need to get a vaccine? And I mean, but this, this is this is beyond. This is an outrage. And that was it. Was this just a, what kind of a stamp was this? Apparently, you know, I don't know. They and and typical shitty. They don't know, tell you. <laughs> they, they don't tell you. My, in my my back of my mind, I'm thinking probably it's just some some guy who fucking hates Joey and had a rubber stamp is just slapping on the back of these. I mean, I don't know. Right, but that's my guess. You know, just trying to have a little public discourse. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Brandon. What's become an internet so meme sure used as code to insult President Biden. This is taxpayers' money, and they're using this derogatory um, 
derogatory stamp to show what somebody thinks about this, but but we're paying for it. You know, it's just it's just not stop. Right. We're you, paying for it. Right. What, that, there's an extra fee for a fucking stamp. There's there's the level of stupidity. How the fuck are you paying for that lady? Right. If this was just something that was added to a uh, a mailing that was already going out, it's like that's not really adding anything to it. It's nothing. It's infinitesimal. It's incalculable. The the, you know, the price of the ink and a stamp on that to say we're paying for it. There's a moron. I mean, eBay is selling Let's Go Brandon rubber stamps that are self inking. Maybe it was one of those. Oh, there you go. There's your. <laughs> you just. I'm sure you just solved the mystery. Yeah, this yeah. is from Como News. Let's go, Brandon. Stamped on over 500 letters. <laughs> is there, but is there, okay, there are some photos. I want to know. I see somebody. Okay, so the photos is like, let's go, Brandon flag. Yeah. I see a bunch of other let's go, Brandon merchandise, a let's go, Brandon store, but no, nothing of the, uh, of the actual letter. So you include a bunch of uh, photographs, but uh, no, they don't have, uh, no. they don't have exactly Even what in- was on there. Even in the video, in the news report, there were no pictures of the uh, of this these documents. So, but more- how does a political slogan end up on more than five hundred pieces of mail containing county business? Not really a political slogan. Well, you know, the other again, the answer to this pinhead who's who's finding this offensive, um, you are paying for every tweet from WhiteHouse.gov saying how gas prices have declined more in the last 30 days and they, you know it's, right. it's you're paying for all that shit that you are paying for i fucking guarantee it pinhead but a rubber stamp on the back of a tax uh, form no you're not cost nobody anything except yeah. the guy they'll find who did it it'll cost him his job maybe you get a jail sentence right for uh, for tampering with the mail exactly but yeah i love the hey you know what i made gas prices go from three dollars to 30 but then I brought yeah. him back down to 25. So throw me a parade. Exactly. It's like, hey, I just broke your fucking leg. Now, here's a here's a crutch. See, um, <laughs> thank me. I'm, I'm a good governor. I'm a good president. We went to the county assessor for answers. Our office is completely nonpartisan. Uh, so no political agenda nope. in this at all. No, none whatsoever. We didn't have anything to do with it. Stanislaus County Assessor Don Gakel says ABS Direct, a contractor, printed the envelopes in error and has since apologized. Gakel says the county not only doesn't condone such messages, they don't belong on official government business. Wait, wait, wait. So this wasn't even a stamp added. This was just somebody at the printing yes level this was right they subcontract subcontracted this out to some local printer which really like really irs you, you don't even know of your phone own printing service but i guess not You're like you don't get and, a xerox printer hooked up and back somewhere you could yeah really <laughs> yeah partisan government office and doing the taxpayers business and uh and we apologize that this mistake offended the taxpayers and uh we want to make sure that it never happens again a mistake Oh, mistake. A printing <laughs> error. How could it be a printing error? It's stamped on every envelope on the back. Somebody needs to realize this was this was illegal and it's just not good. Illegal? Ugh, just not it's illegal. It's just not good. I was waiting for her to say the you know the, the, the Karen um the Karen slogan. That's not okay. But she blew it. Hey now if somebody would have put fuck Trump on the back of those envelopes, they would have been like That'd yeah. be just fine. Yeah. Just fine with her. Orange no man bad. See, that would be okay. Exactly. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Can't, can't say it about Joey. No. I mean, to be fair, that is like uh, beating up on your younger, retarded brother. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, the county assessor tells me that they are working on getting a refund for sending those letters out. That would add up to about $238. Doesn't Ooh. sound like much, but the message on those envelopes may have weighed a lot more. So they're also asking the contractor to send an apology to taxpayers as well. What? <laughs> an and what does that mean? That the, the message on that envelope may have weighed a lot more? What the fuck does that even mean? Oh, people that's were an, so a, triggered. Triggered, offended, hurt, hurt, harmful. There's a word that's harmful. We're it's right harmful. back to the Ben Stein thing. We're right back to everybody yes. gets a trophy. We're right back to you deserve to have a safe space and not see anything you don't want to see. Yes. There you go. That is not how the world works. Yeah. And the people that are brought up with that mentality are now the ones that are like, well, I can't offend a job, which uh, <laughs> I know that my uh, niece and nephew, that was not the way. They were brought mm-hmm. up, uh, but uh, now both very successful right out of college, both doing very well and moving up both of them. Good. Moving up quickly, which Good. is it's kind of interesting, especially knowing the uh, some of the inner workings of Amazon mm. where my niece, I mean, no, the big evil Amazon. Uh, oh. I don't know. They seem to treat some employees. Well, probably management maybe gets treated a lot better than uh, the people delivering the orders. but is one of the while looking through videos i'm always looking at what the gig economy people are saying and there was one guy that was going to clip some stuff but there's only so much time talking about the fact that anybody that thinks this gig economy thing is going to be around in five or ten years he's like i'm making a lot of money at it right now Mm -hmm. but within five or ten years he's like you do know all of these you know drones and self-driving and all this are going to get more and more likely to be used so it's like this is not a long-term no hustle here no and you know a lot of people will then this is what's going to happen then these people that are doing you know the DoorDash or uber eats for five or ten years now when this is rolling around they'll be like this is unfair right we deserve a job <laughs> you know that is uh that's just the way the world is going and you know this is why things are changing which seems to be at a uh you know just a, a pretty fast pace but Indeed. I did. Oh, what that didn't work. What happened to the up? Oh, I tell you, there was a. Uh, I don't know what happened to. I had a Bobby Slayton clip, but. Uh, oh, really? Obviously, Bobby was not encoded correctly, and. Oh, uh, shit. oh well. Well, I looked for a Tina Forty trip, a tr- no, clip. Tina Forty, um, um, Bronx Tina, and she's been uh, silent since July 11th. So now I'm worried about her. Well, I mean, she's um, running for off. I mean. This is yeah. the intriguing thing when you have somebody like her who, uh, I mean, she's got a more foul mouth than either one of us, which we appreciate. And in my case, that's saying something. <laughs> and when, uh, what I think she's at the point maybe of realizing that she actually has a chance to mm. win the office. And I bet you there's a lot of people telling her. You know, like, down. yeah like they did with trump well you need sure. to, you, you need to do this you need to do that sure and i mean i get it if you're that close to something like that you may be tempted to yeah. go oh maybe they're right maybe i should uh but you know what that ship has sailed in somebody and you know in, in 20 minutes is going to put to uh, put together a supercut of her saying fuck out of here right uh, you know, so <laughs> yes there is no um there is no shortage uh, finding the clips of no. her um so yeah you would think that that would make sense that yeah. uh 
but you know, it's, you got to be yourself. And I got a vote so will like that. But yeah, I was looking for the backup of the Bobby. So I'll pull it for, uh, for the next cool show. Cause he is a really funny guy. I had no idea. He he's old school, Bobby, you know, that machine gun thing. And he's got a, you know, he's, he's, yeah, he's a throwback and a good one. Yeah. And I had no idea his wife died a few years ago. Oh, that's awful. Didn't know that. She was uh, hit by a car in Mexico. Jesus. And ended up in the hospital back in the United States where she got sepsis. And we all know that is that is no bueno. But he talked about how he had to incorporate it into the act because he'd always talked about his wife. And this was, you know, what comedians do. So, I mean, it really some heavy stuff that, you know, he goes out there and I need to honor her and to be like, you know, this this happened to him. And it's like it's a very, you know, unfortunate Mm -hmm. incident. But he's like, you know, this is also you know, his career. So what do you do is always talked about, you know, the wife and all you know, So it's like, it's, you know, yeah. I was bummed to hear that. Cause he does seem like a really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fun guy. It's so terrible. We, so we will uh, pull that one out for the next show. We do have a few people to thank for today's oh, show. Cool. I mean, we are a value for value show. And if people want to help out, they can go to planet show slash donate. And I mentioned that, this morning over on no agenda social as uh, adam curry and john c dvorak always tell us if you don't remind people yes if you don't ask you don't get you don't get so i posted that said hey there's still time to mm-hmm. be an executive producer on today's show and david hunt heard thank you david and he came in at 50 dollars. wow nice. and said donating to planet rage is my way to support both you and larry's endeavors value for value for value love you guys and we love you david hunt we do and thank you we appreciate you listening to this show to that larry show to random thoughts and all the other places that i end up bloviating it is appreciated sir sean of the allegheny valley comes in with his 20 dollars a month thank you sir sean Stu coats of the once great united kingdom coming in at (laughs) 6.66 thank you Stu. I hope things are good over in the UK. Yes. I mean, the United States, when we had a chance, I mean, once they won the the, uh, Revolutionary War, why didn't we just go back and take that little piece of land, too? (laughs) Did the UK survive the heat wave, though? That's what I want to know. I think they did. Remember the the houses uh, spontaneously combusting? (laughs) Yeah, the the streets were melting. I saw a story of a guy, which was great because he was going, was supposed to go from like Glasgow down to London or something on the overnight train. And he said he got in, you know, to the train. It was an overnight thing. He went to sleep and was woken up in the morning by somebody telling him they've never moved. Now get out because the train's not going anywhere. <laughs> like what? How's that all possible? Because of the heat. But it was. It's weird. I mean, the way this all works is a little bit weird. The whole climate thing is weird because I was looking up. Like, well, how hot is it over in Europe? Right. And I looked up, and the parts of England, like London, were broiling. Sure. And I looked up a few cities in Ireland. They were cool. So it's like, okay, how do you have a, you know, a hundred degree plus day in London, but there's still parts of Ireland that are like 70 degrees. Yeah. It's a very weird thing, this climate. Maybe AI can explain that to us. We had to take a hell of a detour um, going through Arizona. Still don't know why. And um, for about an hour we were on a back road not the 40 and the uh the temperature on that road was 116 
Wow. So UK, stop bitching. <laughs> Make better roads. <laughs> and the, guess what? The road didn't melt at 116. Yeah. Because we're used to it. I mean, I know yes. it's a different type of climate and they were like going through Ireland. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of places that don't have air conditioning where you can't just even think about that. Yeah. If you're in Arizona or Texas, you need it. Yeah. But our buddy CSB coming in with 15,033 sats, which today is $3.46. So the sats are going up in value again. All right. Thank you, CSB. He says, howdy, Larry and Darren. Fun fact about artificial intelligence. In fact, most popular subset of artificial intelligence is machine learning. And subset of machine learning is deep learning. See, I said his boostograms would be better if they gave us a little bit of information, fun facts. So he added them in. This is the beautiful way. I love fun facts. Podcasting 2.0 just works. If you don't know how to do this, go to newpodcastapps.com. But CSB says, invite your listeners. All your listeners are invited to listen to podcasts with news about artificial intelligence called AI.cooking narrated by Silky Voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Just type into your web browser or any podcast app, AI.cooking. Finally, my doodles are at CSB.lol. Yo, yo, is, I mean, his, it's interesting because, uh, Tina 40, she's got mm. fuck out of here. <laughs> CSB's got yo. Yeah. And I bet you he does that in person too. Like he comes in, he makes his point. Like you will do this now, Darren. Yo. And then he's gone. Is that how he sounds? Kind of. Okay. It is very, I mean, he speaks like 14 different languages though. So it's hard yeah. to, uh, it's hard to pull that out. Yeah. But he's got that very gruff voice. Okay. But, you know, it's just, I think it's all just a, uh, a hard candy shell, which mm-hmm. is outside of a, you know, furry little Pomeranian heart. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be pleased to hear that. Yeah, of course. There'll be a doodle about it. Furry little Pomeranian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But I mean, hey, if you want to help support this show, like CSB, like Stu Coates, like Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. And of course, like David Hunt, go to planetrage.show slash donate. It helps us keep the lights on. Well, yes. more importantly, the air conditioning on. I mean, screw the mm. lights. Right. And it helped Larry get back home without uh, without totaling the rental car. Did you take the insurance? No. Does your credit card have the insurance? Is that the No, uh, my 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 usual insurance covers rentals, so I don't I don't take it from the rental company because of my own policy. That'll do it. it. We were yeah. glad we took it in Ireland when we had the, I mean, they gave us a, uh, whichever the larger one is, I always forget, the Range Rover or Land Rover, whichever is the know. larger one. Right. That's what they gave us uh, because we had ordered like an SUV and I guess maybe they don't have a lot of those. No. So they gave us that thing. And I was like, I was so glad we took the insurance. We're like driving out of the place looking at the like, you know, these things cost like $150,000. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it, it was we backed it into something too because it was, was big. Yeah, and then you're driving on the wrong side of the road too. I know. That's something to get used to. Yeah. yeah, it was my wife and my buddy Jeff that were the main drivers, and uh, yeah, it was not fun. Dude. No. no. Then the, the roundabouts. Yeah. Oh Jesus, those things! You gotta have <laughs> practice if you're going to keep the shiny side up on all of big those. Big time. Big time. Yeah. No question about it. But uh, I mean, we hope you have continuing to have some safe travels after uh, Thank you. a harrowing and, uh, start. And I'll be doing a couple more episodes remotely like this. So uh, stay with me. Track me. 
Well, well, I don't know if you want people to track you. <laughs> well, don't track me, but uh, you know, hang in with me. I mean, if you want to, uh, if you want to buy Bear, Larry a few beers in Nashville, how long are you there? Uh, Not long. We're we're kind of on a mission. I, one of these days, I want to do one of these uh, tr- treks when I just kind of just meandering, you know. But it's every time I do them, we've got places to go and people to see, and I just don't have time to do side trips and hang with. Uh, some wonderful listeners and which I would love to do. Um, so, right. You can bring the meat up to them. Yeah. I'd love to do that, but you know, so will uh, there be a new that Larry show this week? Is that recorded absolutely. locally or on the road? Absolutely. As well? There will be. Yes, indeed. Just like, yeah. I, in fact, I just, uh, finished recording it, uh, before we, uh, before we hooked up today. So I got to cut it and do little things to it, but it'll, it'll be popping up there this Wednesday or thereabouts as usual. And the title is just passing through. <laughs> well, that so, is apropos. So beyond, beyond the, uh, beyond the, uh, um, misadventure at the lip of the desert, there are great adventures in the desert and in ghost towns on route 66. You don't want to miss this one folks. And what about you for random thoughts? What do you got? No idea. Oh, <laughs> there'll probably be something interesting. I mean, the, the wife does have her new job starting next week, so I'm sure there'll oh, be good. some good. I'm glad that worked out for her. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Working Super. closer from home. She just wants to keep more of a, a leash yeah. on me, I think. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's about time for after working far, 45 minutes away. It's nice to be. It's the I looked up how far it is from our house, and it was the only time I've ever seen on Google that said, driving there and riding a bike would take the exact same amount of time wow how cool uh-huh i mean you don't want to ride the bike when it's 40 below but still no. it's nice to have that option mm. but we so will be good. back here next monday at noon sure. central on the mighty no agenda stream when we do these things live tell a friend about the show go over and give us a review wherever yeah you do your podcast listening and if you're not on a podcasting 2.0 compliant app yet, check them out. That way you can get all sorts of fun stuff like transcripts and chapters and all that. We need to add chapters and stuff to this, but we've been pulling some transcripts for these and people find those to be useful. So if you want more of that, let us know as well. But we will be back come hell or high water and whatever Larry finds out there on the open roads. <laughs> Until next time. Later, everybody. Yo. Yo. <laughs> U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State.